Welcome to the Early Morning Light Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Early, and on this podcast, we will share life-changing tips, tools, inspiration, motivation to help you navigate this thing that we call life. We want to add light to your life on this podcast. We are so glad that you joined us here today. And on on this particular episode, we are going to talk about the concept of being more. That's right, being more more. There are two things that I know about everyone who's listening to this podcast, and I don't even know you personally. The first thing I know, number one, is that you have had thoughts about being successful in whatever you do in your life. You have had thoughts, you've had dreams, you've had maybe even plans to be successful. And for some of you, you have been really, really focused on being successful and you've gone out and you've made those things happen that you consider success. You developed a plan, you went out and you made those things happen. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I don't care where you are in your life. You've had those thoughts and some of you have actually executed the plans that you had. The second thing I know about you, and I don't even know you is that each of you is right now in your life doing some things that are going to help you be successful. You're doing some things right. That's right. Now, you may not hear that everywhere you go, but but on this podcast, I want to point that out, that you are doing some things. You're spending your day doing things that are actually moving you closer to what you consider success. But what I also know, is that in most, if not all cases, you can do more. You can do more. So I decided to title this particular podcast or this topic is Being More. I have a program that that I I like to share with youth called uh, the Be More Project that I want to actually begin sharing with youth. And it's going to focus on that particular concept. How do I begin to be more of the things that are going to help me be successful. So I have, there's seven areas that I like to, that I focus on that I believe if you focus on these areas, you can be more of the success that you seek and that you want to be. So the first of the seven areas is if you're really going to be more and move towards what you consider success in your life, in your activities, you have to be more confident and self-loving. That's right. More confident and self-loving. What does that mean? You have to develop a sense of self-worth that is not dependent on success or achievement or the opinions of other people. It's okay to feel good about those things, but we can't be defined. We can't be confident. And it's difficult to have true self-love when it's all dependent on those external factors. I talk to a lot of young people and they are where they are in their developmental place in life. 
uh, who are struggling with this confidence and sense of self-love and is partially, if not wholly determined by the fact that they are focused on these outside factors of what other people say is success or achievement or just what other people's opinions of them mean in their lives. A lot of people struggle with that. And it can lead to certain things like uh, drug activity, which we all hear a lot about, the self-harm, mental health challenges, uh, unprotected sex and decisions that uh, go against their, their morals and their values. And my hope for all of these people and everyone, actually, is that they begin to see that they can be more confident and self-loving if they focus on the right things. And I enjoy sharing tips and, and, and information that will help them move towards that. The second of the seven of the be more tips that I'd like to share is you, we have to be more positive. I should make this number one. I should have mentioned that one first, right? Be more positive. We have to change our thought patterns in a direction in which we only have positive thoughts about the things that are important to us. Now, when I say only, I don't mean that you're not going to have negative thoughts and that the negative thoughts aren't going to come up, but we have to find a way to catch those thoughts and, and immediately flip those things to the positive. I had a mentor who used to say, always be attitude conscious or always be conscious of not just your attitude, but your thought pattern. Is it positive or is it negative? A lot of times we get so focused on things that are going wrong and things that are negative and, and, and bad in life that we don't see the positive. And your attitude is everything. And I know you've heard that over and over and over again, but it's so important that we embrace the fact that most, if not everything, is determined by your attitude. Your attitude will either attract or it will repel those good things that you want to come to your life. And I have a system that I've used throughout my life, uh, at least since my my 20s, early, 20, early mid 20s, uh, that has worked for me. And I like to focus on controlling the information that's coming into my brain, into my mind. And the way that we do that is we focus on key ways that these this information is getting in. So Basically, what we're looking at is what am I taking in through my ears or what I would like to call my ear gate? What am I listening to? Am I listening to music or am I listening to podcasts? Am I listening to uh, TV programs? Am I listening to people who are positive versus those people who are negative or those that music that is positive versus the music that is negative? We have to control those things because our mind doesn't know the difference between whether we believe in those things or not, if they're negative, it will just accept them. And if they're really negative, then we're going to feel the brunt of those negative, that negative information that we're taking in through our ears. The second area you want to focus on in terms of being more positive is we have to watch the things that we are looking at. We have to control visually. What are the things that I'm looking at on a regular basis? Am I looking at things that are destructive or things that are positive, things that are negative, or things that are positive. For me personally, and this is kind of an, an, an eye gate and your ear gate, is I don't like to watch, or I don't watch news programs late at night, 
Why? <laughs> why? Why won't I watch new? Well, because we tend to think about and stress about those things that we listen to and watch or, or, or view late at night, if that makes sense. And we most of us can probably remember times when we have been viewing something late at night, a, a TV program or, or, or the negative news, and we wake up and we're just kind of in a funk. We're in this negative state because that information is still in our head. So we have to control what we're looking at. And for some of you, that's 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 negative uh, material out in your world. It could be anything from pornography to uh, all of those negative things that we consume. Those things get inside of our head and they control whether or not we can be in a positive state. The third thing in this area of being more positive that I, I try to focus on as part of my system is I try to speak positive messages to myself, especially the messages that I speak to myself about myself. Most of us, if we, (laughs) if our friends talk to us the way that we talk to ourselves, we would not hang out. If our friends were as negative towards us as we are in the messages we share to ourselves about ourselves, we would not hang out with those people. Why don't we think the same way about the messages that we say to ourselves. We got to speak positive messages to ourselves. We got to tell ourselves that we're capable. We got to tell ourselves that, 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 that we can versus we can't. We got to tell ourselves that we are valuable members of whatever we're involved in, that we have value in our lives. It's so important because that's the, typically the, the first message you hear about yourself on a daily basis is what you say to yourself. So it's so important that we do that, that we control what we are saying to ourselves. And then one of the the last but not the only areas I focus on in terms of being positive is I try to be intentional about the people I associate with. (laughs) And right away, I know some people are thinking, man, we can't always control that. And and you're right. You can't always control the people that you're going to be around, but you can control how you respond to the people you're around. You can control to the amount of time you spend with people I try to surround myself and, and engage for the most part with people who I consider are positive. I really struggle with people who are constantly negative and complaining and negative Nancy, whatever you call it. That just doesn't feed my soul in a way that's positive. So I try as much as I can to limit my contact with people who are negative. Not that they are bad people. Like I don't even want that for them to be that negative. But I know all I can control is myself and and, and how much time I spend uh, with those people. I pray for them. I hope that and my and my hope for them is that they don't have to be as negative all the time. But I, I don't control those things. So if we're going to be positive, those are the areas that, that, that we need to focus on or that I believe work for me is what controlling what comes in through my ears, through my eyes, and what comes out of my mouth about me, and then what or who am I associating with on a regular basis. That's just a few of the areas of being positive. I can, I'll share more uh, as we continue with this podcast, uh, but those are three of them. The... The next area that I like to focus on, I guess this is is number three in terms of the, the be more concept, is that we have to focus on being more accepting and forgiving of other people. 
That's right. We have to accept the fact that people are imperfect. People make mistakes. We make mistakes. People fail. We fail sometimes in life, right? A lot of our lessons are learned from failures, but uh, we have to be more accepting of the, the parts of ourselves that are imperfect, as well as the parts of other people that are imperfect. We have to show grace in that area because it doesn't feel good. It's hard to be more of who we need to be when we're so focused on the things that other people have done that are imperfect or the things that other people have done. Now, if you're in a situation where you're being you're, you're being abused or anything like that, I'm not saying that you just continue to forgive that person. If you're in a situation where you are continuing to make the same mistakes over and over and over and over and over and over again, it's time to make changes. So let's not continue to just forgive ourselves for the things that we just continue to do that are not really helpful for us. But my point is acceptance and forgive and, and, and being in a state of forgiving other people and ourselves is just a way to be more of who we really need to be. It takes that burden of the unforgiveness away and allows us to express who we really are. The next area would be if we're going to be more of who we really need to be, we need to be more disciplined and routined. We have to develop and follow a positive, relaxing routine at the start of our day. Whatever that means for you, even even at the end of our day, have a, a system, a disciplined routine system of 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 creating or setting the tone for being more positive, relaxed in our lives and reducing the stress that comes with not being disciplined and not being routine. A lot of our stress, uh, and it's not the only thing, but a lot of our stress comes from the fact that we are, we're just not disciplined and, and, and life, we're just letting life happen and we're not setting up systems in which we can control, we can set the tone uh, for our day through our, our discipline and our routine. The next area, and this would be, I guess, the fifth area, is that we need to be more skillful or become more skillful in managing our emotions. Now, this is a difficult one for a lot of people. I just happen to have a lot of experience in the world of of mental health and counseling. Uh, So I've developed uh, skills around distress tolerance, being able to manage, not get rid of it, but manage distress, being able to identify uh, my emotions and manage my emotions in a way that I don't necessarily just get rid of them, but I recognize those emotions for what they are and I'm able to harness them and and to to be more effective with my emotions. I'm not always. I struggle with this at times, just as anyone else would. Uh, but I've just had a lot of experience. And I just encourage you, if you get an opportunity to be involved in a, a, a program or a group or or read a book or something that that is going to speak to how to manage your emotions better. Uh, I would encourage you you to do that, to learn how to cope well in difficult, unpleasant situations, learn how to respond rather than react emotionally to things that are happening in your life. That is is so golden, so key that we're able to do that. Um, we all know that extreme emotion can really get in the way 
of the things that we really want to do with life can get in the way of relationships, get in the way of our productivity, can get in the way of of our relate our relationships in the workplace and in, in, in the business world. Um, it's so important that we're managing our emotions. That is such an area that I don't think people focus enough on in terms of their personal improvement plan. Um, so I believe that is that is one of the key areas of being more being more skillful in managing and controlling our emotions. And then the next area would be number six is we need to be more relationship focused. If we're going to just take our lives to that next level of being more of who we really want to be, we got to be more relationship focused. We've got to develop, learn to, to work towards and develop good, warm, supportive relationships. It's so important that we have a, a network of people around us that is, is purposeful. That's right. Let me say that again. A network that is purposeful. So not just knowing a lot of people and having a lot of people, but significant relationships in which there's mutual benefit to all of the relationships that we have, or at least most of them. I believe personally, and if you've met me, you know that this is a big part of, of my makeup and how I approach life, that life is all about relationships. I believe that the quality of your life in some ways is dependent on the quality of the relationships that you have around you at any given time. If you think about it, the times when life really seems purposeful, when it really seems like things are on point, when it really seems like you're just vibing with your life, uh, you can identify specific relationships in your life that are going well. But we also know that on the flip side, when there are not enough or no solid positive relationships or when there's a lot of drama in our relationships or a lot of negativity or a lot of tension, uh, life just doesn't feel good, especially when that relationship challenge is in our own home or in our own families. So we've got to get more skillful and at, at developing positive, supportive, purposeful relationships. But in order to do that, we have to be relationship fo- focused. We have to be intentional about focusing in on improving our relationships. And last but not least, certainly not least, if you're going to be more of who you're you're here to be, of who you, who you can be, it's so important that we focus on being more fit and healthy. Now, I'm not saying you have to be a a five-star athlete, a, a marathon runner, although that works for some people. Uh, personally, for me, uh, I've thought about running a marathon, but then my knees start to ache as soon as I have that thought. So it, it doesn't last very long for me. But being more fit and healthy, I mean, it's so important that we, we accept and meet our physical uh, and our psychological needs um, through good nutrition, by eating good food that is good for our body, that is energizing for our body, that is nourishing for our bodies. And there's lots of information out there on how to do that. Uh, It's so important that we get more rest. Now, this is an area that I, if I'm going to be honest, I struggle with at times is getting enough sleep, enough rest. But everything is dependent on the amount of rest that we get. So it's so important that we develop a routine that allows us to get to bed at a reasonable time and get some quality sleep 
throughout the night so that we're energized uh, to be the people that uh, that we're striving to be throughout the day. Exercise obviously is very important to being more fit and healthy. Uh, I just personally enjoy exercise. I, but I'll be honest, I fall off track sometimes, but uh, I notice when I'm not exercising regularly, I don't feel the same. I don't have the same mental energy. I don't have um, the same energy in general. Uh, I'm not as productive if I'm not exercising on a regular basis. I don't, I just don't feel as good. And we all know that there's different types of exercise programs you can engage in. Um, but it's so important that we do that um, in order to be more fit and healthy in our lives. It's so important that we take better care of this machine that we have that we call our body. So there you have it. Seven tips to being more of who you were put in this life to be. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the Early Morning Light podcast. We're so glad you joined us. Please like this podcast on all the platforms and invite all of your friends to this podcast for more inspiration, motivation, and the light that we want to add to your life with the Early Morning Light podcast. Talk to you soon.